Right. Isn't it? Yeah, I hate hosting. Oh, do you want to host? You could host. I'll say hello. That's yeah, fine. that's that's the, then hand over to the news. I, I can do that bit. Good evening. Welcome to the Too Much Time on Our Hands podcast. It's just the two of us again. Me and Daniel this evening. Everyone else is away. It's something to, we haven't really got much in the way of details, but it's something to do with interfering with squirrels. We'll we'll let you know when we hear what they're up to. But at the moment, no charges have been laid. Daniel, how are you? I'm good. I waved twice for because there's only two of us, so I did an extra wave, didn't I? Well, so if, if you've done two, I, I won't do one otherwise. That will throw the whole thing off. Well, no, because then uh, if you do two, then it's like there's four of us here. No, that's that's just getting silly there. That's not how it works. Um, I wanted to do something uh, live on air. Uh, I had this planned a little bit. I've picked up... Can, can I just remind you of the YouTube terms and conditions and the terms of service do preclude any sort of... Oh, oh you, you, you explain what you're planning to do. I'm just oh, no, I'll, I'll, do, I'll do something different then. I'll do something completely different. It's fine. Um, I picked up some Brothers Ciders. Uh, which are nice. favourites of Glastonbury. And I have this pink grapefruit one I'm about to open. I've never tried it before. And we're going to do a taste test live on air. On oh, live air. reaction. Yeah, ready? Go for it. Do you hear that? <laughs> Lovely. The, uh, uh, can, have you found the the Festival Strength pear cider anywhere? No, because none of it's Festival Strength anymore. No. It used to be, that bad boy used to be, what, 6 7%? 7 it was. I think it was like 7.5%. Back in the day, you could buy it in two litre bottles. You can. And could. be completely off your melon by about 10 o'clock in the morning. Well, yeah, in in a field somewhere, somewhere in, not in Hampshire, actually, but in um, in Somerset. So I've already yeah. had, uh, I can't see that, rhubarb, rhubarb and custard flavour. Yep. Nice. There we go. Um, and um, that was really sweet i'm expecting something slightly more bitter from pink grapefruit so here goes you ready go for it russ that's a fucking delight that is amazing that is so much nicer than rhubarb and custard next time i'll just go three there's a quote to go on the box yep i've got toffee apple as well i've had that before and it was a bit i'm not found that's too sweet I i just want the original you know, the original one that's got like a little bit of mud and some grass floating in it. Mm. We ordered I'm a pretty, ca- I'm a pretty, very Glastonbury nostalgic because Google keeps bringing up like pictures. This week, five years ago, six years ago, yeah. seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve years ago. And it's basically just me in the same field with my hair getting a little bit less grey the further back it goes. Yeah, it's like for, for me, it's, it's, I'm getting wider like throughout the pictures. And, um, <laughs> Um, there's there's obviously you can see the year that I was like doing massive amounts of running because all my clothes fit. Um, <clears throat> but um, yeah, that that's why I picked up some brothers. We had some recorder league last week, didn't we? But this this is different. This different class. Recorder league. That's children's booze. It exactly brothers. Probably still children's booze to be fair. But you know, brothers, you want to sponsor the show? Let's know. We're in. Only if we can get the festival strength pair stuff. Right, I'll fucking take anything. You did used to be able to get it in the shops. You did, yeah. And then I always assumed that the other stuff was... I'm not slurring my words. The other stuff was um, less strong. 
because um, it had extra syrup in it. Mm. I just kind of assumed that, but I don't think that that's how it works. I think that is the case at the festival because they all come out the same tap. Yeah, and then they just add like yeah, I think they're cordial to it. Robinson's puke for cordial in some of them. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, blackberry apple, whatever it is. That was amazing. I used to love that. Anyway, we're not here to reminisce about things that we've loved in the past. We could do that. Could, we could definitely do just now of reminiscing about Glastonbury, but that would be very annoying for lots of people. It Even wouldn't people be Glastonbury because we just talk about people that we went with and things that we did that nobody else gives a toss about. It was a lot of fun though. Go to mm-hmm. Glastonbury, guys. Well, not right now. Obviously. No, don't, don't go to. That's what oh, ruined it. Is other people going? That's There's true. now ten thousand too many people at Glastonbury, so don't go. It's awful. I would go as far as saying there's like nearly 40,000 too many people there. Well, we're actually going to do the, the camping yeah. in uh, in August. Yeah. And I'm st- as I approach 40, I'm starting to think that's my ideal way of doing Glastonbury because you don't have to go and see any bands and there's a noise curfew at 11 o'clock in the evening. And that sounds pretty good. No, Russ, no, I am not having that. I want to see the band, funnily enough. <laughs> Um, I, I'm not having enough that the webcam's shaking. Um, I, I want to go see the music as as well. It's, I don't. It's not the be all and end all. There's loads of other stuff to do, but yeah, I want to go see the music, and I want to be you know singing along to whatever some twat with an acoustic guitar's got at two o'clock in the morning. So when I wake up at half five, nose streaming from the hay fever, uh, I'm feeling really good at that point. So yeah, yeah, but yeah, just definitely like for anyone that hasn't been before. If you take a guitar with you, you're a bell end. Yeah, you. So there's just no, there's no excuses. Well, there's so much music there that you will be compared to professional musicians. So you better be really fucking good, and you better yeah. not be just playing Oasis songs. Like if you've learned a few fucking Oasis songs and, and with the lyrics, I mean, good for you. Keep it at home. Like if someone busts one out around a campfire or a guitar, um, uh, then that's too. Much I would. Ra- well. I would rather people sat around a campfire masturbating than play because that's relative like that doesn't but if i'm three three or four tenths away fine but if you are singing wonderwall slightly off key and hoping that some girls are going to come and talk to you that annoys me it annoys me when they do as well <laughs> no it's not it's for me and i'm saying this as someone that's reasonably proficient at guitar mm-hmm. um just don't do it don't do it form a band let that be your outlet no one is here fucking time of your life by green day on an acoustic guitar no one just i'll I'll stop there i'm being really bitchy about music this week. we're probably showing i I bet the the people that take acoustic guitars to campfires are now doing like bts songs or something we're probably showing our age there by bts songs. you heard a bts song no they're they're not doing that on acoustic guitar (laughs) and maybe like a billy eilish song maybe or something like that yeah but um but no they'll they'll be playing the the classics uh, green day so you know um yeah no if, if you're playing time of your life by green day just in fact anyone playing time of your life by green day including green day stop that song is awful it is fucking awful i had to explain my opinions about the Foo fighters to someone this week what are your opinions about the Foo fighters well they're just a bit bland like you shouldn't like music just because the person in the band is nice that's not why you listen to music same with Louis mm-hmm. Capaldi. and i and my, my opinion on the Foo fighters is based on the fact that i don't think they're anyone's favorite band 
No. And yeah, if someone did say that their favourite band was the Foo Fighters, you'd think, have you heard some other stuff? Mm. There's loads of other music that's quite good. Mm. So yeah, the Foo Fighters, they're okay. Deal with it. Red Hot Chili Peppers, they're okay. Deal with it. They're a good time live, definitely. Yeah, but just stop liking bands because the person in the band's nice. I'm on a bit of a rant. I should stop drinking. (laughs) Um, Should we do some news? (laughs) Yes, that is what we are here for this evening. Hot, fresh, steaming news Uh... rammed into every one of your orifices, whether you want it or not. You are going to have news out the wazoo. It's a fucking Friday night. We're going to drink. We're going to do some news. That's what we're going to do. Kim Mental. Yeah. Next week, when we go back to Wednesday, we possibly up against the England game, so that might be interesting. Um, so, really? Yeah. I thought, wasn't that like the day after tomorrow? I, the, I, I don't well, there's do. a game tomorrow, Russ, and then if they win that, then they play on Wednesday. Right. Mm. Is there a game happening right now? Because there's loud cheers coming into uh, the Italy are playing a team. Oh, that, that'll be it, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't know who they're playing because I haven't been keeping up with it. But yeah, so there's that. So next week, if you want to break from the football, come watch our live stream. We, we could just move it if you want to watch the football. I don't want to watch the football. I don't give a shit. Like, I used to. It's just annoying me now. Let, let's, let's stop doing things that just annoy me. Like Because okay. this, this could go on forever. Or we could do it over the football match and we could just provide an alternative commentary track. Just watch the football and yeah. Yeah. And compare them to Transformers or something. I don't know. That'd work, right? Yeah. Not that I know much about Transformers. News! <laughs> let's, let's go. Let's go. Like hot steaming news from now on. Ooh. Dead Space remake rumoured to be being made by EA. Fuck a doodle do. Come on. Mm. Everyone's excited because EA forward thinking bring dead space back not thinking ea they killed dead space in the first place so uh there's that Does Dead space need a remake are we talking re- this is a remake not a remaster this is like a resident evil 2 style remake i do not think that needs to happen russ this is too nice i'm just gonna drink it very quickly um i i, I will play it because I, I really love Dead Space. So, yeah. so fine. I'll give it a go. But yeah, it's it's getting like a, a 4K, like a complete ground up remake. Mm-hmm. Why they can't just make Dead Space 4, I don't really know. But, but Well, yeah. because you have to actually think of some plots and some characters and some environments and some motivations and some new enemies and some compelling story arcs and things. Resident Evil 2 is amazing though to be fair really good the remake's really good yes but it, it is basic it's pretty much just the, the original the, the same game isn't it same I plot know, mechanically it works differently but completely different the plot and the looks completely different as well mm-hmm. yeah, really I mean it's, it's amazing really really good had a lot of fun but yeah Dead Space um, that ties in with EA talking about how um, don't expect uh, Mass Effect 4 or the next Dragon Age to be at the EA press conference in a couple of weeks. I don't want them to be. I want them to take as long as they need. Yeah, me too. Because oh, I shouldn't be excited about Mass Effect 4, but I sort of am. Are you playing the uh, the remastered Mass Effect? Yeah, I'm about halfway through Mass Effect 2 on that at the moment. Uh, I'm in between 
boffing Yeoman Chambers and getting back together with Liara. So that's that's sort of where the point I'm at at the moment. Um, but yeah, I oh, I don't know. I'm so conflicted about Mass Effect Four because on the one hand, the ending the ending of the last one was pretty unsatisfactory, mm. really. But I can't see how they can do anything but pick one of those endings and say, right, that's the one that happened to go on to Mass Effect Four. If it's going to be set in the Milky Way with mm. and and be sort of a continuation of Shepard's story, then they're going to have to pick one of those coloured light shows at the end and say that's the one that happened. They really did fuck themselves over, didn't they? I don't, I don't think it was that flawed a concept. It's just that the endings basically felt they felt very samey. They weren't different enough. Yeah. Um, I mean, like when you think about the actual consequences of them, they are very different, but they didn't really show that. They just showed the same explosion with a slightly different tint to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then that weird thing with a kid at the end. Don't don't finish with a weird thing with a kid. Nobody likes that. It just, up, it just felt like it went a bit up its own arse. The, the problem with Mass Effect 3 is mechanically it's probably the best one. It's basically, it's basically the same as Mass Effect 2, but you can roll. Mm-hmm. And jump, um, right? Or climb. Oh, yeah, you, you can jump without first having to crouch down next to the thing that you want yeah. to jump over, which is very stupid. For an elite special forces soldier, Shepard's like, now hang on, before I can cr- climb over this small barrel, I have to just sit down for a moment first. Yeah. It does make you look a bit silly. It's a little bit annoying as well, because I always mm. fucked it up and went to the side instead. So. The other thing that's occurring to me, playing through Mass Effect 2, is that the plot, like the, the collector's plan doesn't really make a lot of sense or have any actual impact in the overall story yeah mass effect their, doing... their whole thing is to create one reaper mm-hmm. and at the start of mass effect 3 400,000 of them turn up i suppose so. it's just about escalation isn't it but yeah yeah still what a game um so yeah, i'm i'm very hopeful for mass effect 4 but at the moment, I think it's probably not going to be as good as everyone wants it to be. How do you feel about Dragon Age? I couldn't care less. Really? I never played those games. You should play them. Oh, no, I, I well, something someone said to me I'm once. Not going to. Yeah, me neither. Uh, but yeah. So, uh, Last of Us 2 uh, has started production. Last of Us 2. Last of Us HBO series even has started production. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I thought good. we'd already had that. Unless they're up to remaking The Last of Us 2 already. Which I, uh, I don't think it's far away. Mm. Um, yeah, this it's looking... Well, I mean, too old to tell, isn't it? But sounds promising. It sounds like they're doing something interesting with it. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been two years since we've had an MCU film. Yeah, it wasn't meant to be, was it? But, yeah. So we, uh, we, we've got... Um, black widow next week yeah which sounds pretty good mm-hmm. reviews are good pretty, reviews, um, yeah. pretty positive i mean the one the one sort of negative that people are saying is sort of what you knew anyway which was that because it's a slotting into the continuity that's already happens mm. it feels a bit inconsequential because you kind of know what happens yeah and that it would probably have been more satisfying if it had come out maybe a few years ago but uh the actual film itself sounds like it's a lot of fun. 
whilst we're on Marvel, you've been you keeping up with Loki? Uh, I haven't seen this week's, but I'm really enjoying it. Me too. Um, definitely finding it more compelling than Falcon and Winter Soldier. It's doing it's doing buddy cop story better than Falcon and Winter Soldier did. Kind of is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it doesn't seem to have suffered as much. If it's true about the COVID completely wrecking the production of Falcon and Winter Soldier and forcing them to sort of edit out about a third of the plot, mm. that makes a lot of sense. So this doesn't seem to have suffered as much. Although there was one scene in the last one which felt a bit like it had been put in in place of something a bit... The, mm. Don't want to sort of spoil anything, but the big sort of single shot scene where they're running along somewhere. I watched yeah. it back and basically they don't actually go anywhere. And it looks very much like they're just running around in circles on a green screen <laughs> and everything else has been painted. Because they don't there's no set you don't really have a clear sense of where they're going or why they're trying to get there. And all that happens is they, they run three paces and then they stop and run a different way, and then they stop and run a different way, and then they stop and run a different way. And I'm yeah. pretty sure they don't actually move anywhere. I think we might see a fair amount of that over the coming yeah. years. So it that kind of feels like there was meant to be some sort of humongous like crowd scene or something, which would have yeah. been really appropriate for that moment. Like a really claustrophobic, you know, sort of crushing crowd thing. But they ended up doing this thing where there's like three extras in it and they don't actually go anywhere. And that feels quite sort of COVID replacement scene-y. Which, you know, there's no, nothing they could do about it. They didn't really have a lot of choice. I think... Um, I, I think that there is there are a TV series that suffered from COVID because it was just beginning to happen mm. as they were filming, so no one really knew what the rules were. Yeah, and at the point where they're mm. sort of, they're kind of committed, mm. and they kind of once you start making a TV show, you kind of have to get it done, yeah. or you are going to lose a shit ton of money. Yeah, and then um, I think there's TV series that just learn to deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm I'm uh, I'm really enjoying like I cannot get over the production design of mm. the the TVA. I love it so much. It's the amazing, sort of right? Weird 70s futuristic bureaucracy. Yeah. And all the little details, like the little machine that they play back the memories on and things like that. We, Just amazing. We um, we talked about it on uh, Marvel in Marvel that it feels mm. like a DMV you know, like the, the stereotypical American DMV with yeah. like the long queues um, or the long, but, but no one actually in the queues and just, you know, a very workmanlike approach to everything. Morbius with his, uh, Mobius, sorry, with his, um, with his salad that he's just sitting there that he's obviously brought from home mm. and he doesn't have a home. He doesn't go anywhere, but he's got this like real like homemade salad that he sits and eats for his lunch. And, um, yeah, it's got this amazing like seventies, really worn in style, with a load of like futuristic kind of like yeah, elements to it as well. It's just amazing. Mm. The, the the look of it is incredible, and it's yeah. got Pillboy from the from the Good Place in it as well, which is always a welcome addition to anything. <laughs> he's he's really good in it as well. So yeah, um, but yeah, the, the latest one uh, is a game changer. Mm -hmm. my, my, yeah, it's, it's about that point in the series where it's like, yeah. oh shit, moment. Should might happen. be my favourite episode of any of the TV series they've done so far. Oh, nice. Yeah. So looking forward to uh, looking forward to that. Oh, nice. So, so yeah, watch that, watch that it, Marvel doing okay. 
uh, Xbox and Hideo Kojima Productions by Hideo Kojima making Hideo Kojima games um, reportedly agreed agree to reach a tentative agreement. So the next uh, Kojima game. They've agreed to reach a tentative agreement. Reached a reportedly reached a tentative agreement to work on a, a tentative game. reach around. Yeah, that's what it takes. Um, that was the fourth Metal Gear Solid game, wasn't it? What? Tentative Metal reach Gear around. Solid tentative reach around. Yes, I believe so. Yeah. Um, so because the, the one before that was Solid Reach Around, wasn't it? Yeah, obviously. Yeah. Mm. Oh, God, that's good. Um, yeah, so that's interesting. I don't really care for Kojima games. Wow, it's I'm one not of the biggest Metal Gear just, fan. There's just such an air of up themselvesness about the mm. whole thing. Really that they could be the best games in the world, but you're still going to think, yeah, but everyone involved is a douche. Well, I will always think they're not as good as he thinks they are. Like, even no, if no. it is the best game in the world, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we've, we, it looks like we're getting, which is an interesting U-turn, but uh, Kojima working with Xbox. Yeah, they were very PlayStation-heavy before, weren't they? Yeah, very much so. Death Stranding was a, uh, was a PlayStation exclusive until it came to PC. Yeah. Um, this is more because I just found this funny. Uh, Chris Evans tweeted, and I will find this, the exact tweet. I can't find it. Essentially saying that if he had, here we go, if Christian Slater from 1989 walked into a room and I had never heard his name before and I had to guess what his what he, what it was just from what he looked like, I would guess Christian Slater. <laughs> Which I really like. Sure. It's not news, um, but it, it, it does the job for me. Like, it's... Yeah. Yeah. He, he, he's essentially just saying he looks like a Christian Slater. Not going to argue with that. Yeah, yeah. he does. He's, mm -hmm. he's not one of those people that you look at and think, no, your name's wrong for your face. No, it 100% fits. Little fun news there. There'll be more fun news coming up later. Uh, new Alien TV uh, series. It's not Ripley's story. Focus on class warfare with xenomorphs. Class warfare with the xenomorphs. Yeah, I, I read that like wrong to start with. Yeah, exactly. Everyone's yeah. sort of upset that the xenomorphs are doing their big shop at Marks and Spencers. Yeah, they're COVID exempt for meetings. Mm. Mm. Um, no, I'm guessing it is about colonists, like poor people suffering. <clears throat> I mean, there's, there are definitely stories to tell that don't involve xenomorphs. Yeah, in like, you could quite you know it'd be quite good to do a yeah like a colony dealing with Wayland Utani. Hmm. Um, that happens to also be dealing with with aliens. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I kind of think it already is um, quite political alien in the sense that it's the big corporations with lots of money sending the poor workers to go out and. Um, hmm die for him basically so, yeah there's definitely scope for doing something like that yeah i'll watch that and it, the the actual xenomorphs turning up in things has been a bit of a law of diminishing returns lately yeah so maybe it would be better if they just weren't in it yeah Fortnite was the best thing they've been in recently i think so <laughs> um this is just to remind you that it's still happening pokemon go announces live celebration in over 20 cities for pokemon go fest is, so is Pokemon Go still a thing? Yeah. Because that was very six months of that summer. 
and, and it, then it was a perfect six months. I loved Pokemon Go when it first came out. But like, is it so? Is it still happening? Yeah. Could there be a Bulbasaur sitting right next to me right now? Have a look. Have you still got it on your phone? I never had it on my phone. Lies. Why would I have put Pokemon Go on my phone? I don't know. I wonder if it's one of those things I can just download and just instantly use. Probably isn't. Mm-hmm. Regardless, no, you'll, yeah. you'll have to like sign in and stuff. Yeah, it, Pokemon Go is still definitely a thing. With okay, tons, tons of updates. I now kind of want to play some Pokemon Go. I might do that. You know. Maybe it may... I can't tell whether it would have suffered or um, thrived during the pandemic. Well, I think Pokemon's in all different... In, in sort of more off-the-beaten-track places would be found, wouldn't they? Because people were sort of going out to the countryside a bit more and going for more sort of isolated yeah. exercise rather than just going up to the town or the park or whatever. So... It's a yeah. good point, Russ. Very mm-hmm. good point. Uh, Nintendo Switch Insider says new Donkey Kong game is still happening. Do you not like Donkey Kong? I, I figure this might be up your street. That's all. Um, no, I never really played Donkey Kong. I had um, I had a Mega Drive, yeah, so it was it wasn't really uh, wasn't really my deal. I had Diddy Kong Racing on the N sixty four, which was phenomenal. Mm. Um, but no, I never actually played any proper Donkey Kong games. I was reminded by a friend of the pod, Dan that um the free game on the epic game store at the moment is sonic mania yeah i got it it's brilliant it's such a good game it's, it's like all the sonic games happening at once yeah so you're sort of playing a level from sonic one but there's you can be knuckles mm. and there's different all the different shields and all the different enemies from all the different games all mixed together and it controls just like it should yeah, yeah quite feels- hard quite hard to to define but because there was that was i think it was was it just called sonic 4 a little while ago and it was just wrong like the way he moved in the air it didn't feel like sonic yeah um whereas this one it's just got the right weight to the to the movement and the momentum if you try and sort of change direction in the air and i'm you know, feeling this landing was a, perfectly the, on a i'm feeling this was a third party that came in and did it i believe so yeah i think this was developed from the ground up it wasn't it's not like a a port of old code or anything. No. Uh, yeah, brilliant. Get on it. It's very good. Like a car bonnet. Um, Ghost of Tsushima director's cut announced for PS5 and PS4, and it's only going to cost you thirty quid to upgrade. That is meant to be very good. It is, but it's going to cost you thirty fucking quid to upgrade. So what if you've got it already? Yeah. You basically just have to buy this as a new game. Yeah, you know you have to be have no, you have to buy the thirty pound upgrade. If, so if you don't have it already, can you just go and buy the director's cut one? Uh, director's cut iteration for the low. Oh no, uh, upgrading to this version will retail for nineteen ninety nine on PS four, twenty nine ninety nine PS five. Uh, and if you don't own the base game yet, the entirety of Ghost of Tsushima director's cut will cost you fifty nine ninety nine and sixty nine ninety nine. Okay, all those prices are too high. Yeah, so seventy quid is the going rate for a PS five game now. That is fucking ridiculous. Well, it is. We've paid that in the past for games, but we haven't also had... I've never paid £70 for a game. Well, it, it, it they've existed. They've tried forcing £70 yeah. price points on us before. But it's going up against Game Pass now. That yeah. is... Game Pass is making for, them look really stupid at the moment. Like, this had better have huge amounts of brand new gameplay and new story. If this is just a texture update and some additional dialogue that is an insane rip-off 
Uh, 3D audio, haptic feedback for the DualSense controller, full support for the DualSense controller. Additionally, however, Sucker Punch says that it will be rolling out some new updates for the original game as well, meaning even those who might not upgrade to Ghost of Tsushima Director's Cut will still get a better iteration of the title as well. So, so if, if the big treat, the big headline-grabbing treat that you get is haptic feedback, yeah. that is not worth paying any money to upgrade for. No. Surely. There must be more to it than that. Brand new, this area, oh, here we go. Uh, new iteration of the title comes with the base game and all the other pieces of add-on content that have been released over the past year. In addition, new expense, expansion will be included that takes place to a locale known as uh, uh, Iki Island. This area will include brand new story content in addition to new characters, armor, enemies, right. and minigames. Okay, so there is some new stuff. It sounds like there is one new DLC yeah. and a bunch of old stuff. They've yeah. already they've already given it 4K uh, 60 FPS upgrade for for PS5 for free. Maybe I'm missing something, but I'm really struggling to see where they think the value is in that that justifies that price point. Yeah, I think PlayStation might be taking a few leaves out of Xbox's put from uh, the last generation in how to score a ton of own goals. Hmm. They will see, I suppose. Uh, Xbox reveals Space Jam, a new legacy, Nike trainers, and controller bundle. I mean, come on. You come on that this is a really good thing and you really want them both? I don't. I, they'll probably be quite good. Train, the trainers look awesome, to be mm. fair. But, I mean, the, the film looks like it might be funny. Yeah. The original was good. Have you seen have you seen the um the original Space Jam website is still online? No. It, really? And like it is like they didn't just sort of put it back up as a joke or anything. It sort of sat on some obscure corner of Warner Brothers web server for the last 25 years and and it just it's it's still there in the in its original like mid 90s web glory. That sounds amazing. It's well worth going and checking out. Has it, has it got, got animated like visit counter? I can't. I don't know. I mean, if it did have, they wouldn't be working anymore because they're all sort of um, externally powered, aren't they? Mm. But like, yeah, it's got animated gifts and a, it, it's just magnificent. And it makes me genuinely nostalgic for when the internet was like that, when it was fun. God, you sound like an old man, Russ. Oh, the internet used to be so much better than it is now. Space Jam websites. I'm just looking it up now. Okay. Spacejam.com. I, I don't know off the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that's amazing. And this this was considered pretty incredible at the time. Yeah. The lineup. Here we go. Oh my. Red writing on a black background. You got to mm -hmm. love it. Oh, that is incredible. It's made my day. Excellent. Yeah, anyway, Space Jam trainers along with um the uh control the Xbox controller. Nice. And is not bad. For the controller. And the the trainers, I think. Oh no, the controller's sixty nine so it's not great. There's no, there's no way you're getting controller and a pair of trainers for something. No, a pair of Nikes are gonna cost you more than sixty nine ninety nine. Yeah. Nick Offerman joins a League of Their Own reboot. I like this. Mm -hmm. I can. I take this. it we're not talking about a reboot of the um, the sports quiz show hosted by James Gordon. No, I mean no. Yeah, yeah. 
I hate James Corden. No, this is just uh, the movie A League of the, the Their Own. I'm assuming he's playing Tom Hanks' character, which I really like. Yeah, interesting. That could work really well. So, yeah, interesting. Haven't seen him in much lately. I've seen he's just off whittling somewhere. <laughs> one, of my, my, one of my favorite things about Parks and Recreation or, or Nick Offerman is that he is very similar to Ron Swanson in real life. <laughs> like, not entirely, but there are definitely similarities. And that amuses me quite a bit. So, yeah, yeah they, I mean, the character obviously really developed. If you go back and watch the first couple of series, he's quite different. Yeah. And they just, I think they're just more and more like, no, you know what, just just be yourself. Yeah. It really suits it as well. It really suits him. Uh, the new Exorcist reboot. Jason Blum treats, tweezes, oh my God, teases new movie will feel like the 2018 Halloween sequel. I'm, I mean, I'm, that that is a very confusing timeline and continuity of sequels and reboots and remakes and things there. It's but then what I don't like about this is that they're saying that the original Halloween could go toe to toe with the Exorcist. And he's like, no, no, it couldn't. The original Halloween is great, but the Exorcist is just like otherworldly in terms of how good it is. Hmm. So um interesting comment but we really don't need a, a um, remake of The Exorcist. Exorcist. Done with that. Uh, here we go. More PlayStation news. Indie developers say their games aren't selling on PlayStation. Uh, hmm. That's interesting. I, thought, I mean, I keep hearing about how the, the sort of the indie game scene has never been stronger. Yeah. I, I They've think... got more routes to market. It's easier to publicize these things. You've got, funding on kickstarter is yeah. is a legitimate option for a lot of people as long as you're not a complete prick about it throw my hat they're just they're well. just not selling we love our platform x friend our former platform x employee himself we cannot move the needle on the platform less than three percent of sales as a company are on um playstation mm. so in terms of um uh yeah playstation sales it's indie games don't do well apparently probably and i think like it's probably like how often do you actually go and browse the storefront on your playstation do people do that yeah no apparently whereas not. on something like steam it's kind of it's a bit more part of the experience isn't it you go you go and have a look at what's on offer and what's trending and all that mm. sort of stuff wow so, so you look just... at wow you look at the breakdown that's crazy. So he's he's given some some very sneaky code here. Um, uh, Gabe Gabe Newell's um, Steam, isn't he? Yeah. So that's a, a small chunk. Plum, plumber without a wrench, I would assume, is Switch. That's oh, must okay. be like thirty five percent of. Oh, sorry, fifty five percent of the sales. Um, and then Nolan North would be uh, PlayStation, and um, Proficient Sergeant or Master Chief. Uh, would be uh, they, they've color coded them as well, so it really helps it. Um, would be probably um, about forty percent of sales. And would that cover one, Xbox like Game Pass on the PC as well? Yeah, I'm guessing so. Mm. The tiniest one is PlayStation. It is tiny. And then the next, I, mean, I, I don't know what the sort of the PlayStation um, like store interface is and how easy it is to get into and that kind of stuff. But then, like, I never really 
go and browse the store on the Xbox. I'd only do that if there was something specific that I wanted to buy. And even then, to be honest, I'd probably normally do it by going to the website yeah. somewhere else and just telling it to download to the Xbox. I don't really do it on Steam either. I, I try and like I find it quite daunting on Steam. Just like Steam Steam always feels like there's two or three clicks too many. Yeah. So by the time you actually got to the point where you're buying a game, you feel like you've done a lot of clicking. Yeah. Like Steam hasn't had a major update to its UI for years. It's no. looked the same for a really long time. But again, at Valve, you're making more money than your bank can deal with on a yeah. daily basis. Why would you change anything? No, true. It's so there's, there's no, there's no, like there is zero drive to innovate or do anything new at Valve because they're they already have all the money in the world. Uh, more news. Yes. Star Wars: The Old Republic is getting a 10th anniversary expansion designed to welcome yeah, this new is really players. Cool. Uh, the latest chapter of the Star Wars MMO explores the legacy of the Sith. Mm. Uh, I don't dislike Old Republic. I think it's quite fun. I've played it a few times. I, mean, I never really got into it because I never have time for that sort of thing. But it does look very cool. Yeah, definitely. Totally up for that. Mm. Oh. Uh, Breath of the Wild, last impossible chest finally been opened. What's an impossible chest? Like so, one that you can't get to? Yeah. Apparently, uh, someone has eventually found a chest that no one has been able to get to. Okay. So, congratulations to that person. I don't know whether it's exciting to any of us, but, uh, you know. I've I'm just very nearly, I'm very nearly at the end of Breath of the Wild. I've started again. I'm currently going around, I'm doing like shopping, basically, before... Mm getting like a final save game and then going back up to the castle because like the first time i went to the castle i took barely anything with me and so by the time i got to the end fight i didn't have any arrows left i didn't have any shields left and i lasted about 30 seconds but uh yeah so i'm going around collecting uh doing some cooking doing some shopping and then i'll go and do it properly i'd forgotten how to play it so i had to start again like i'd got to a point where it was like right now just do this now just do this um and then I was very much um, very behind on the times, and mm-hmm. uh, only just I, I just I just went fuck it. I'll start again. So yeah, fun times. Uh, when it finishes, you can just carry on wandering around, can't you? I don't know. I'm assuming so. Assuming so, because there's a few. You know, oh, I need six raspberries mm. type quests that I haven't bothered to finish. I would assume you probably can, yeah. It is really good, though, isn't it? Oh, it's very good. Yeah, and it's, it is a great just... I'm going to have a wander around for 10 minutes yeah. game. It is, it is really nice for that. Yeah, it definitely is that. There's always something interesting just over the next sort of hill or whatever. Mm. So you sort of, oh, let's go and have a look at that. I wonder what that is over there. Oh, let's see what this thing is. And then you realise you spent an hour and <laughs> so not really done anything, which is always a good sign. Yeah, Definitely. Uh, more news. Ex-Microsoft yep. employee stole $10 million in fake Xbox gift cards. Wow. Yeah. A lot of fake gift cards. So, yeah. so what did, he, did he steal actual gift card codes or something? Mm-hmm. Or... Uh, I'm guessing so. Well, it has hmm. to be, doesn't it? That has to work somehow. So, yeah. So, yeah. Congratulations on that person. Not really... The problem we've got this week, Russ, is that none of the news is is like a, a back and forth, has any back and forth potential. It's all a bit shit. 
Um, so I do apologise. 45 minutes in, here we are. Yeah, well, it's your fault, Dan. Get better news next time. Sorry. Um, this is good. Uh, so Sea of Thieves has a really cool Easter egg for retro fans. And <laughs> I've played it, and it is a really cool Easter egg. Uh, you open up an area, and there are five journals uh, talking about a pirate named Guybrush Threepwood. Yeah, I've seen this. Isn't it? It's written by Captain Kate. Isn't it? Yeah. Who is... She's in Monkey Island 2. Yeah. She's, yeah. I think you... Don't you get her arrested or something? I think so, yeah. The music kicks in as well. Yeah, you... Um, oh, I think it's her. You... There's a bit... You're wanted on one of the islands, but I think she gives you like a leaflet for her, her tour company or something, and you can glue it on top of your wanted poster. Yeah. And she gets arrested instead of you, and then you can wander around. I think it's her. That rings a bell, yeah. Mm. But anyway, yeah, so um, it's really cool. It's a nice little touch, especially if you're a massive... Um, if you're a massive... Uh, monkey island fan like i was so yeah awesome. really really enjoying the uh the tall tales although they are buggy as fuck kicked me out of one of them yesterday wasn't happy about that i mean it'd be it would be like it would not be at all beyond possibility to do a full-on recreation of one of the the islands from monkey island in sea of thieves yeah, absolutely wouldn't so you'd have to you'd have to take a bit of license and turn it into an actual 3d thing rather than just a line that goes along Mm-hmm. But, yeah, that could be that could definitely be doable. One hundred percent. Uh here we go. We're gonna finish on this one. Then we might have a bit of a chat about things we've been up to. How about that? Mm-hmm. Uh NBC pulls ultimate slip and slide premiere after explosive diarrhea outbreak. <laughs> the one I wanted to end on. Yeah, I did see this. Yeah. I don't think there's any suggestion that somebody actually did it down the slide but no, it's the first thing you think of isn't you, it you, that is that like literally that is all you're going to be thinking yeah. about also is it really a tv show watching people going down a water slide there's more to it than that apparently i'm going to read out what comicbook.com's got said uh NBC's expensive new game show ultimate slip and slide will no longer debut oh, no, no for- stop there how is it expensive <laughs> it's a hill with a tarpaulin down it well there's more to it than that, obviously. They wear masks and they have to sing. Um, following the 2021 Summer Olympics, uh, as had previously been planned, as had previously been planned, the series has been delayed. Also, okay, I'm going to stop you again. But if you're doing a program called Ultimate Slip and Slide, don't mention the Olympics. <laughs> don't compare. Don't set up, even the, without meaning to, the comparison between professional athletics and some people sliding down the tarpaulin probably for the best the you're series, not going to come off looking better the series had been delayed while the network figures out how to retool it after an outbreak of explosive diarrhea brought production uh, of the series to a halt nbc ordered a 10 episode debut season for ultimate slip and slide which high hopes with high hopes for potential programming a competition show after the olympics featuring two people per team contestants compete in multiple games uh, throughout each episode including including cornhole body bowling uh bocce fall human pong and more the last two mm-hmm. teams will compete in a titular ultimate slip and slide to uh, see uh, which duo comes will come out victorious. Production slip and slide paused in early June after a crew member tested positive for Giardia, 
a parasitical yeah. intestinal infection, and dozens other reported intestinal issues. In total, about 40 members of the crew developed symptoms, and the show had to cease production, with there was reportedly people passing out on set and sprinting to a porta potty. Uh, I've like, never been horrible. sure, and I don't think I really want yeah. to know, but is the word explosive actually part of the technical medical diagnosis, or is it just a word that always gets appended yeah. whenever people are talking about this sort of thing? The health and safety of, of everyone on our set is our number one priority. So out of an abundance of caution, we've made the decision to stop production on the ultimate slip and slide at the current location. Uh, NBC said in a statement at the time, we're in the process of determining the next step in order to complete production. 65% of the show's crew was ultimately impacted and the dirt around the giant titular slip and slide tested positive for Giardia. Uh, meaning that it would be impossible to complete the season without certainly creating another outbreak. Uh, the trade indicates that there will be two potential models for finishing the season presented to NBC Brass. Uh, they have to relocate a $6 million set to another location to end season one. It's an expensive tarpaulin. Yeah. So there we go. I, I mean, I said it because the first thought I had was was that, that down a giant slip and slide, it was just a giant brown streak. Uh, it could, I mean, if you angled it right, it could make you go faster. There you go, propulsion. Yeah, explosive. Mm. For me, says propulsion. Yeah, equal and opposite reaction. Exactly. So yeah, that's the news this week. Uh, what have you been up to, Russ? What have we been up to? Yeah, so watched watched a few Loki's. Yeah. So I'm, I'm yeah one one Loki off finishing, but um, as I said, really enjoying that. We are. We're mainly concentrating on plowing through Superstore. I love Superstore. We've been through this about several my times. My wife hasn't seen like the finale yet or the sort of the final series yet. Well, that's not on Netflix, though, the final series. Is it, is it? No, but we'll find some way of watching it. <laughs> okay. Um, but she had, so she had watched it already, but kind of without me. So I'd seen like maybe one in every six episodes. Yeah. Whenever I sort of happens to be around. But she would watch it while I was doing nonsense like this. So now she is re-watching it. I'm watching all of it for the first time. Mm. I'm really loving it. Um, I'm also, because, I don't know, maybe like it's a Justin Spitzer connection, but I'm now, I've, I've started re-watching all of The Office as well as my doing the washing up and ironing TV, which has to be a very specific type of TV. Mm. And The Office is working just, I mean, Superstore is definitely going to go into that category Yeah, when I've watched all of it. I mean, it's basically, it's, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, Peep Show, The Thick of It, and now the US office yeah. for my uh, doing chores. Always TV. Sunny as well. Yeah, and always. Well, <sighs> Always Sunny, I stop doing what I'm doing and just sit there and watch it. Yeah, so, so it's probably a bit too visually it's engaging. It's so good. It's so good. <laughs> That's what I've been watching. I'm re-watching Always Sunny. I just got yeah. to the boat episode as well. And no matter how many times I watch it, when he's talking about the implications, it is just hilarious still. Like, the, like that is, if comedy shows ever won anything, like that is yeah. a masterpiece of writing, that yeah. scene. An absolute masterpiece, because it's so wrong <laughs> without just being cramps. And it is so perfect for the character. Yeah. It's yeah. The, my, my very favourite bit is... Kind of like towards the end when he leans in and goes, but they're not gonna do anything because of the implication. <laughs> and there is the lady that looks distressed, guys. 
don't know what you're worried about. You're not in any danger. Then Mac just going, so they are in danger. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's so it's good. Phenomenal. And they've they've kind of all got, you know, little scenes like that yeah. that just absolutely perfectly epitomise their character. Yeah, yeah, love it. It's amazing. Charlie has a ton for starters. So yeah. yeah, yeah, that's so good. Uh, yeah. Well, how, when's there another series of that? G. There must I'm be one soonish, I'd imagine. So, I mean, there's pretty much always a new series of Always Sunny coming out. Rob McElhaney, that's apparently how you say his name, right? Um, he he just doesn't stop working, I think. No. So, because yeah. I've just done bang through series into season two of Mythic Quest. Yeah, saving that up. We're really gonna, good. We're going to wait for that and Ted Lasso, and then we'll get another one month of <clears> Apple <throat> TV and plow through them all really quickly Fucking... and then cancel it. Ted Lasso is so fucking good. It it's is very enjoyable. Yeah. Season one was was yeah. It's, it's heightened it, by the fact that we've been in all those pubs that they hang out in but, a little bit, but no, it's but, it's just great. Mm-hmm. I, I really like Ted Lasso. It's the other series I've watched as yeah. well. Very very good. Uh, what else have I been? Yeah, playing Mass Effect and Breath of the Wild because I'm nothing if not completely current in my gaming choices. Um. And yeah, I have been playing a bit of that Sonic Mania mm. as well, which is just ridiculous fun. It is. It's really good fun. I've um I went to see Fast and Furious Nine Rust. Yeah, how was it? Mmm. Terrible. <laughs> <laughs> like it's I go back and forth because I think I enjoyed it. But it is bad. Yeah. It is really bad. Oh, and like as a piece of art, you have to accept that it is awful. Yeah, but is it enjoyable? I don't know. I saw, a, a, a scene from the very first one popped up on my YouTube. Yeah, and it's like Dom is like running away from the police. There's like two police officers. Yeah, and he like just tries to hide from them. You think now he would just call down a precision orbital strike? <laughs> or yeah, yeah, that's definitely the case. And because the timeline's so messed up as well. Like it's hard to, it's hard to work they out. Just, they just don't give a shit, do they? No, they they're just going to put who they want in it when they want. I'm assuming Gal Gadot will come back at some point. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, could could see it because you know Han comes back in this one. Spoilers. What well, is in the trailer? So it's not a spoiler. Yeah, but yeah, Han's back in this one, mm-hmm. which is a little silly. Is oh. there a satisfying explanation as to why he clearly died? And then hid for a while and then came back. There's an explanation. And also they're like, oh, the guy that killed you, we're kind of mates with him now. Turned out he was all right after all. Yeah, you're going to need to watch this one. (laughs) Also, public service announcement, Hobbs and Shaw is now up on UK Netflix. Hobbs and Shaw is actually genuinely good. Yeah. Um, And I will say in this this, uh, film... Um, one person steals the show, and that is Helen Mirren. Helen Mirren is fucking amazing in this film. Mm-hmm. Just more Helen Mirren, basically. Um, yeah, yeah, that's enjoyable. But I'm pretty certain it's terrible as well. I need to think about it. I mean, There's, they've basically always been terrible. There is a. In, I thought there is a very tasteless scene in it as well. Mm-hmm. Oh no! In a Fast and Furious film. 
surprisingly considering first, what i what i think it is the first maybe four of those films mm. if you add it all up there's probably about 45 minutes of shots from those movies that are just from the ground shots up women's skirts <laughs> yeah yeah before that became illegal which was like their cue to be like oh no wait we're not supposed to do that mm. oh all right fine then we'll stop doing that okay cool if someone would have told us we'd have stopped doing it sooner we just thought it was cool. We thought people wanted that. You know, Russ, if they're going to wear skirts, was I probably didn't, their it was, it was a huge yeah. letdown that the when there was the street race scene in the UK, it was like, wasn't it like in the middle of Horse Guards Parade and there yeah. was like a DJ and stuff? Whereas actually, yeah. <laughs> it should have been an Asda car park off of a bypass yeah, with a bunch of spotty teenagers with um, like just ford fiestas or something after two hours of just constant revving as well yeah yeah definitely i agree um <clears throat> i don't think i've ever really played much apart from sea of thieves sea of thieves is really good but even that i haven't played a ton of but it is good so yeah yeah uh yeah no i'm really hammering hammering the mass effect yeah i need to i need to play that at some point it's on the list Please play everything at some point though so you know there's also um i don't know i can't remember if it was in i don't remember it being in it when i played but basically for when you're just wandering around the ship you've now just got a nice hoodie to wear no oh, nice which is very cool like a nice n7 hoodie yeah just like cash shepherd that's yeah that's the basically thing. but almost, you still have to get yeah. dressed up in your armor whenever you just go for a wander around the citadel which is quite annoying almost you look like a bit of a knob yeah but you are like meant to be a military captain so it does kind of make sense to dress yeah, in some military you wear, like military your casual kit. uniform or something. Yeah, you can still do Whereas that. Whereas she's yeah. always like head to toe full armor. Yeah. When you just like I just want to go and buy some fish. I don't need to tool up for this. You never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. I think that's about it. I think we should probably wrap it up. Are we newsed out. We are newsed out. It's coming it's two minutes to uh ten. By the time I get to the end of this, it'll be 10 o'clock. And I know we started a bit late, so I do apologise. But uh, if you want to... By, con- by the time you get to this two minutes of filler talking about how there's only two minutes to go, you mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah just the two minutes to go. Um, if you want to contact us, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram. Don't bother with Facebook as shit. Um, uh, or you can email us. Don't email us. That's the other pod. Twitter, Instagram, or join our Discord. The uh, Discord link is on our Twitter and Instagram. And our Twitter handles are at TMTOH. So come join us there. At some point, we're going to be recording a Fast and Furious 9 spoiler cast on Marveling Marvel. We've all seen it now. Stay tuned for that if you've watched it. Don't stay tuned. Well, you're doing a Fast and Furious spoiler cast on the Marveling Marvel show. Yeah. And yet we haven't done, uh, we haven't spoken about Loki for a while because they've (laughs) fucking moved it to Wednesday and that's just thrown our schedule completely out. Yeah. Um, real pain in the arse. So I think we're probably not going to talk about Loki until the end of the season now. But um, but so yes, we are going to talk about Fast and Furious again. Uh, and then we'll do something fun again next week, I reckon, Russ. Haven't decided what yet, but mm-hmm. it's another fun pod here, which would be good. Uh, but yeah, at TMTOOH on Twitter and Instagram. And then uh, the link for Discord is in both of those. Come join us. We're talking about everything. We're talking about Loki. We're talking about Chris Carroll. We're talking about all the nerdy gamey stuff. We're talking about all the nerdy TV stuff. And there's a game where you can um, slut and crime and other stuff as well, which is really good fun. Um, have you watched any EXU yet? Exandria Unlimited. 
No, although there's no like you can watch it if you haven't finished. Yeah, there's some there's the a few like Ill, little in jokes. Yeah, but, uh, it's yeah you can yeah definitely one hundred percent. No, I haven't um I haven't started that, but I've I have, I've had very little sort of podcasting time this week, so uh, I've I've still not made much progress on that. I I would say that is the ultimate way to start it now because, um. Oh, sorry, I've just seen uh, Jack Quaid from The Boys is wearing a last podcast on the left T-shirt. That made my day. Um, it's um, it's going to be only eight episodes. So yeah, yeah, each episode is still four hours long. But... They must have, they must have realised like we we are a very daunting thing to get into. Yeah, like I'm I'm pretty sure that the content that they've generated is more than the entire lifespan of my children combined Mm. yeah it probably is so like especially if you get into all the supplementals so all the you know the talks machina and the one shots and stuff as well there's a crazy amount of stuff to to watch so if, if you are trying to start from the start it's a challenge it is inc- impressive how much effort they've put into this, though. Yeah, but yeah. So yeah, so, like I've seen some of their stuff around Exandra, and they've they've obviously gone like, right, we want this to look and feel completely different. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I think they've done a, a really good job of that. Yeah, it's really good. Well worth a listen. Um, and and if anyone listening wants to get into Critical Role, that I think is probably a really good way to start. So nice. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm going to wrap it up. Back next cool, week. Cool. Hopefully, we'll have probably have Tom. Maybe. No, nah, fuck him. All right. We're out of time then. Fuck him. Um, thanks for listening, guys. Back very soon. And cue the music. <laughs> <laughs>